Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. St. Paul has a very cheerful message for you on this Easter morning. You have died. That might not seem to be quite accurate based on your experience at the present moment, but nonetheless, there it is. You have died. Now, you're not still dead. You have died. But now, you live with Christ in God, St. Paul says. And so he leaves us to contemplate as Christians that this Easter morning, this day in which we, the church, rejoice with our alleluias and proclaim that Christ is risen indeed, is not just some miracle off in the past. It is not some tale we've been told that we yearly gather together to remind ourselves of. No. This death and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord is, simply put, our death and resurrection. For what was accomplished on that first Easter morn, when Jesus Christ left the tomb empty and was raised to life by the Father, has changed and impacted every single one of us with an eternal consequence to the point that what Jesus did on that cross and in leaving the tomb empty, he has therefore done for you and me. You have died. But like Jesus, you are not dead anymore. This is a mystery. In fact, St. Paul talks about things that are hidden. Things that betray our senses. Things that are not apparent to the physical eye. We might think life is going on as it should. We might think life is nothing but a disappointment. We might think that life is kind of moving back and forth between the two. But to us, St. Paul says, as he said to the church at Colossae in chapter 3, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. In other words... 
Take time this morning on this Easter morning to contemplate what is going on beyond your earthly circumstance. Beyond what you see with your eyes, what you experience with your senses. And hear that Christ is risen, risen indeed, and you have been raised with him. Because when he died on Good Friday's cross, he took all of your sin, all of your guilt, all of your shame, all evil, wickedness, and all that opposes God, bore it on his body, then took it into the tomb, and left it there when he rose on Easter morning. Your sin was left in the tomb. Your sin is gone. Your sin is undone just as death itself was undone when Jesus conquered the grave. Seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above not on things that are on earth. Your life, Paul says, is hidden with Christ in God. That is what God accomplished in your baptism. Whereas Paul tells us in Romans chapter 6, do you not know that those of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too may live a new life. In other words, Paul says, both in Colossians and in Romans 6, because of your baptism, Jesus' death and resurrection is your death and resurrection. Sin and vice and shame and weakness are dead. You are alive. And that life is hidden with Christ. You know, we here in the Lutheran Church, we often emphasize the miracle that happens in the Holy Supper of communion, where Jesus comes to be with us, where he's present in the bread and wine with his very body and blood. And that is, of course, true. It is true and remarkable and a great source of comfort and joy to us this morning. But Paul would also remind us to contemplate the opposite, that just as Jesus comes to be with us in his holy supper, So in our baptism, we ascend to be with him. He, Paul says, is seated at the right hand of God. And we are to seek the things that are above. That we have life beyond death. That we have hope and glory beyond what is plainly seen before our eyes in our daily circumstance. Christ is risen.
He is no longer dead. And like him, you cannot die. Oh, like Jesus, the grave can shut you in for a time. But for those who are in Christ, whose life is hidden with Christ in God, that grave has no power. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, in the midst of the grief and pain and hurt and wickedness of this world that we see with our eyes and experience with our bodies, know that Jesus is risen from the dead. And because he is risen, risen indeed, you have a future and a hope and a life that cannot be taken away, that cannot be undone. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, his great resurrection chapter. And I've kind of taken it upon myself every year on Easter to urge Christians as part of their devotional practice, as part of what you do as an individual or as a family on Easter you know, whether you come to sunrise service or second service, you do the Easter breakfast, you hunt for eggs, you go out together as a family, add to it this. Read 1 Corinthians 15 in its totality, from beginning to end. It's kind of long, 58 verses. It's worth it. The tail end of that chapter, as Paul is talking about the resurrection of the dead and what that means for you and me. I think my favorite part is how Paul, well, he gets sort of, shall we say cocky. He gets bold. He taunts death. He says, oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? It's Paul's way of saying, death, you have none. You have no victory. You have no sting. You have no power. You are undone because Jesus lives. He is risen. Risen indeed. Because he lives, I will live. Because he lives, you will live. Set your minds on things above. Cast aside your worry and preoccupation with the things of earth, the things of evil, the works of darkness. Christ is risen. And where he is, you will be. (laughs) But where he is, you already are. And when Jesus returns in glory, as Paul reminds us at the end of our epistle for today, what is hidden and what is visible will be made one. One and the same. Nothing will be hidden any longer. And all that is visible, thanks be to God, will be that which is good and right and pleasing to God 
that which is glory. Dearest Christians, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Dearest Christians, you are risen. Risen indeed. To the glory of the Father through the Son. That we may believe and trust in that by the power of the Holy Spirit. Set your minds on those things. In the middle of the grief and the death and the pain and the hurt and the wickedness that surrounds you, that threatens to overtake you, set your mind on these things. Seek these things. Seek Christ, which is where you already are. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.